0: Welcome to the All Bodies Nutrition Podcast. I am your host, Eleni Agresta, and I am a weight-inclusive registered dietitian. I started this podcast to help people like you heal their relationship with their bodies and food. Each week, there is a new episode that talks about different topics surrounding eating disorder recovery, diet culture, weight inclusivity, and more. So stay tuned, and thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the All Bodies Nutrition Podcast. This is your host, Eleni, and as always, I am eternally grateful to have you here with me today and any other time you listen to me. Um, I took an unplanned hiatus over the past month, and I just wanted to first and foremost apologize. Um, I did not plan on taking a break, Um, it just kind of happened because of what's been going on in the world. I felt that it was, not that it was inappropriate, but like, I just did not feel right putting out content as normal, um, given what has been going on. Um, And, you know, I just felt very overwhelmed and sad and all of the privileged things that I am able to say um, because I live in New York in the United States and, you know, I am safe and sound here in my home. And unfortunately, that's not the case um, for people on the other side of the globe. Um, so I took an unplanned hiatus. I apologize. Um, I am back and I'm just really excited um, for the upcoming month. Um, as you guys know, if you have been listening for the past few years, I do every year a 12 Days of Christmas holiday special Um, and I am preparing for that. Um, so I have a lot of amazing um, guests coming on Um, for those episodes and I will get more into it as we um, get to December, which is literally right around the corner. So Um, Thank you again for your patience, thank you for your understanding, and I am just so grateful for all of you, Um, and I just keep saying that because I just really am, Um, you know, this is part of my job, and you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I don't have any ads or anything on the podcast, and I do that for a reason, because this is just like a free resource that I want to provide to you guys. Just some information to help you on your healing journey, on your nutrition journey, um, whatever that journey is. um, I'm just grateful to be a small part of it. So thank you guys. So this episode is just going to be you and me today. um, And I thought I would talk about what to do about all of this Halloween candy that you might have in your house at this time, um, it could also be at like where you work, where you go to school, um, wherever it may be. Um, this is a time that could be challenging for people like yourself who might be struggling with their relationship with food, with disordered eating, with an eating disorder, or maybe you aren't sure if you fall under any of those categories. Um, but you do feel that you might think that you're feeling out of control around candy chocolate dessert whatever you want to call it and I think now is a perfect time to kind of discuss that in more detail um and kind of just become a little bit more curious about like where the thoughts that we are having come from so for many people I hear it all the time um where clients come to me they are new they have never worked with me before and they're like listen Alani, like there's something wrong with me and I feel like I'm addicted to candy or chocolate or dessert. Um, And then they go on to explain these instances where they feel super out of control around any of those items. And so you might... Be in your home right now um, where you have leftover Halloween candy or you have Halloween candy from your kids or a family member. Um, you might be in your office and in your office building, and there may be a surplus of candy in the like communal kitchen space. Um, wherever it is, you are definitely not alone. And if you feel like you are quote unquote out of control, around these food items, I want to recognize that it is 100% valid to feel that way. Um, many people do feel this way and it all boils down to the fact that we demonize candy, chocolate, dessert, whatever you want to call it. Um, we view eating these foods as being like bad for us And it can come from any of the thought processes such as, oh, it's high in sugar. Oh, it has too many carbs. Oh, it is fattening. Oh, it isn't organic. Oh, it has, you know, not clean ingredients. There are many different reasons why people tend to demonize candy and whatever that reasoning might be, it's all coming from the same place and that is just the fact that we are told that eating these things are bad. And when we are when we've been conditioned to think that these things are bad, um, it tends to resonate within like our brain and it takes root in our brain and it just becomes like our automatic, kinds of thought. Like when we hear Skittles, the first thing that we hear is that they're addicting. Or you hear Skittles and you think that the first the first thing that you think is that they're bad for you, that they're unhealthy. And while we can talk about specifically like the nutrition content, the actual nutrient content of these food items, that's not what we're here to discuss today. Um, I'm not going to sit here and argue that um, A handful of Skittles is the same thing as eating an apple because obviously that is just not true. But I think it is important for us to kind of reframe how we think about these food items. And that is like kind of the first step. Well, actually, no, let's roll it back a little bit. The first step is to kind of just recognize like where these thoughts first originated. So for me personally... Um, Halloween, when I was a child, was probably one of the first instances where I had a binge. Um, I, if you don't know, if you're listening to this podcast and you know me, you probably already know, but I'm just going to explain it anyway. I was always a bigger person. I was a fat child. um, And I was aware that my family deemed that to be a problem from a very young age. I would say probably like... Seven um, was when I could actively remember knowing that the size of my body was a problem. And so when it came to Halloween, I remember that was like, I think the only time in my entire life where I had um unlimited access to candy. And that is because like all the other food that I was being given or I was consuming was under the scrutiny of my family, and so we didn't really have like dessert in in any type of like regular form, or if I was allowed to have dessert, it would be like what like an amount that they thought was appropriate for me and um as you guys know, I have a younger sister. she has always lived in a smaller body and definitely smaller than me, and she was like allowed to have whatever she wanted, so like I was aware. From a young age, that like I, that there was something quote unquote wrong with me, and I wasn't allowed to have the same amount as my sister. And so when it came to Halloween, that was kind of like when I had my own candy, right, from trick or treating, and then it was like I had it in front of me. And if you are someone who has been restricting what they are eating or being restricted of what you're allowed to eat, what is the first thing that is going to happen? Um, and it's it's just the normal thought process that you would have is that, oh my God, I have this candy. I don't know when I'm ever going to have this again um, in this way. And I'm going to eat as much as I possibly can until the point of feeling sick. Um, and so I don't specifically remember like a specific Halloween where this happened but I just remember overall like this was the vibe and this is what was going through my head and so if you kind of take that to whatever experience you might have had now for you it may not have been Halloween it may have been um, just dessert in general um, birthdays holidays um, you know, whatever it may be. Um, there had to have been some sort of event that may have contributed to where your original thought of like candy being not good for you in the sense of like it being like bad and I shouldn't have it. Um, or I should restrict it or I should limit it. Um, and so that's kind of like the first step of like, like kind of thinking about where that came from. So for you, maybe it wasn't in childhood. Maybe it was later on in life. There was some point in your life where you somehow had formed the thought based on like external information and opinions that this is something that's bad for you and you should limit it or you should just not have it. Second is restriction. So you may have been on a diet, You might even currently be on a diet while listening to this episode Um, and you may have told yourself that you can only have X amount of pieces of candy. You are only allowed to have this many calories or this many carbs or this many Weight Watchers points or um, if you eat this much candy or this many calories, you have to burn off this many calories from exercise. Measuring from like your Fitbit or like your Apple Watch, all those compensations or restrictions are kinds of making their way into your brain, and that is why you are just actively restricting. And that's why when you do see candy, right, in whatever quantity possible, whether it's like a handful to to like little fun size Snicker bars or a whole bowl, um, while you're looking at that, and it feels so tempting, the only reason isn't because you're addicted to sugar, or like M&Ms, or like crack or cocaine, or whatever, um, it's because of the restriction, or this innate thought that there's something wrong with candy, you shouldn't have it, it's bad, and that's why you restrict it, Um, so I think you know, coming to a place where you recognize, like, hey, okay, maybe this is why I'm feeling this way. Okay, so how do you prevent yourself from like binging on the candy, or how do you prevent yourself from overeating the candy in a way that does not make you feel good? Um, or how do you just make yourself feel more neutral around candy? Because ultimately, all food should be neutral. Isn't good, isn't bad. Now, you might enjoy some foods more than others, and that's fine. That's your personal preference. But in terms of, like, candy or desserts, they shouldn't invoke feelings of guilt, shame, feeling bad about yourself, or any of the above. Um, So what do you do? So I'm breaking this very complex um, topic that many people struggle with for their entire life into like a short episode of a podcast. So this is not like a foolproof way of like how to, quote unquote, like help you fix this issue. Um, But it's just a way to like kind of start you thinking about how to be more present and proactive when it comes to this type of thing when it comes to the candy sitting in your house right now. And this can also be applied to, you know, holiday sweets, um, holiday desserts, things like that. So you've identified maybe where it came from. You've recognized that at some point in your life you have engaged in intentional restriction. You may currently be engaging in somewhat of intentional restriction. You may not be following a diet, but you may have placed candy into the bad column in your mind first and foremost it is important for you to continuously feed yourself throughout the day meaning that like you should have at least like three meals and maybe one or two snacks depending on what you need Um, and that is because if you are around these Food items, and you are uncontrollably hungry because you haven't eaten all day, or you only ate a little bit in the morning and you haven't eaten all day. It is no wonder that when you do allow yourself to eat a piece of candy and you're really hungry, you're going to keep eating it because your body needs energy. And yes, candy can be broken down into glucose, which is used by all of the cells in our body to function. Um, our we would literally die if there was no glucose in our system because our cells would shut down um so first and foremost you should definitely make sure that you are eating meals so whether like so let's say you don't have any candy at home but you have candy at work make sure that you bring your breakfast with you and whatever that is is up to you obviously it would be really great if you can have some source of protein, some sorts of carb, a source of fat, whatever that is, whatever you like, that's, you know, for you to decide. Um, But going into it not feeling hungry is really important. Um, So, okay, so we covered that. So you're actually going to eat, you know, at least three meals throughout the day, one or two snacks. So now, okay, what do you do next? So the next thing, and this is, literally an exercise that I do with my patients. We are going to incorporate candy in our day. So you can take like, let's say, two or three pieces of whatever the candy is and have it with your meal. So like eat your lunch and then have the three pieces of candy after. Or you can eat the three pieces of candy and then have your lunch. And the idea is that you regulate your body to recognize that this is just food and that you are not restricting it and that you can eat it ultimately whenever you want because you're giving yourself unconditional permission to eat the food. And that is like one of the intuitive eating principles. And it sounds really scary because you're probably like, oh my God, Eleni, like I'm just gonna wanna eat M&Ms all day long. And yes, at some point on your journey, You may eat more of that food item that you are used to restricting more than you normally would or more than what even feels good. But eventually you get to a stage where your body and your mind like meet up together and they recognize like, hey, we are not restricting ourselves anymore. We can have this food whenever we want. And slowly but surely, your mind is going to recognize like, hey- This isn't even that exciting anymore. Like, of course, it's going to taste good, right? But it's not going to be as exciting. So that kind of allure or that, like, glimmer that, like, attracts you to whatever that candy dessert item is, it kind of fades away. So it doesn't mean that it doesn't taste great, right? Because obviously, it's always going to taste good. But when you are used to having a few pieces with lunch, a few pieces with your snack, a few pieces with dinner so you're eating actual like an actual meal with it it just like re-regulates how you look at it and eventually the guilt kind of fades away and then it becomes like you know what like actually I don't really want it for lunch today and then that's like an okay reason not to have it and then eventually you know maybe you only like it during dinner and then eventually you may say like hey you know what I'm kind of tired of having Candy as like you know a food that I'm challenging myself with let me move on to something else and that's kind of how we break down in my program kind of taking the allure away from whatever the food items are and this is the kind of practice that we practice when it comes to any food item and it's it's not always candy for people, but I'm just talking about candy in this instance. Um, so really like regulating your body and recognize that like it's okay to have this food. It's not bad. It's just food. My body is smart and knows what to do with it. It's gonna break it down for energy. And having it when you're not hungry and starving because you haven't had a meal or you haven't or you've gone a long time without eating a meal is really the best way to kind of help you feel in control around candy, whether it's Halloween candy or Christmas candy or Hanukkah candy or whatever candy. It's all the same thing. Um, so, yeah, so I hope that you found this little episode helpful. Again, like I said, every single person who is struggling with their relationship with food has different obstacles and so I am putting this very broad um very uh difficult issue and broken it down to just a couple of simple steps um but I hope that it and so like I said it's not go like this is not um a you know, instead of you working with a dietician who who specializes in disordered eating or an eating disorder um, habits. But it's just a way for you to start to do the work on your own, especially as we go into um, the holiday season where there's a lot more food around and it brings up a lot of uncomfortable feelings that we might have. Um, So I hope you found this episode helpful. Um, My Email is in the show notes, as is my Instagram. So please feel free to DM me, send me an email. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you found this helpful, um, if there's anything I could do to help. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes of the All Bodies Nutrition podcast, please consider giving my podcast a five-star review. Um, It really helps me and my small business, and I am just so appreciative of you guys. Thank you.